The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, featured on Inside Hollywood this week, he's the most successful male actor in Oscars history with three Best Actor Awards. He's an Irish citizen, Daniel Day-Lewis, or maybe I should say Sir Daniel Day-Lewis. He was knighted back in 2014. He is renowned not only for his acting ability, but his way of getting inside the characters he plays, but also he likes to shun the limelight. Now, joining me to look at Daniel Day-Lewis's career, Lisa Cannon, TV host and executive producer of Spotlight. Lisa, good morning. Good morning. Morning, Pat. So, uh, three Oscars for Best Male Actor. Absolutely. I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis is considered one of the greatest actors of our time and of our generation. Up there with Brando, James Dean, De Niro, Pacino. I mean, I suppose people find him quite elusive. You know, There's not much that people know about Daniel Day-Lewis. And I think that's what makes him so intriguing and enigmatic as an actor. Now, he has uh, an Irish heritage. His father was born in Leash, I think, Cecil Day-Lewis, uh, the well-known uh, poet. Um, tell me about Daniel's beginnings, though. Where did he first act? Was he like a, a prodigy at school? Well, Daniel Day-Lewis actually ran away from school age oh. 12. <laughs> so quite ironically, not quite. Um, but he attended a boarding school called Seven Oaks, um, but was apparently very unhappy there. So he had a couple of friends, you know, they decided they were going to get away from things and they hitchhiked to their next destination, which was a boarding school 50 miles away called Bedales. And in that short-lived time, they were caught, sent back to Seven Oaks. But it turns out that was not the end of the story because the headmaster of Bedales heard all about this, thought this was very amusing and suggested to Cecil Day-Lewis, who is Daniel Day-Lewis's father, the poet, that they let him And he was a poet laureate at one point as he well, was we should mention. A, a poet laureate, absolutely. A uh, poet laureate of Britain back in 1968, actually. And he uh, allowed him to enrol in Bedales and join his sister Tasman, and they agreed. So Daniel Day-Lewis was a bit of a tearaway at times, and he always said that he never quite knew what he wanted to do. I mean, obviously, his mother was an actress, actually, Jill Balkan. She used to be in movies and radio plays um, throughout television and stage in, in her career, and her debut was The Life of the Adventures of Nicholas, Nicholas Nickleby. Um, so I think there was always that element that he was going to lean into the acting sphere, but nobody really knew. And he had an uncredited role, actually, in boarding school in uh, a small, well, it was a winter's tale, um, Sunday Bloody Sunday of 1971. And all he had to do was key a car with a broken bottle. So that's one of their famous scenes from that particular movie. Okay, he was so that credited. was his first appearance. Now, for yeah. many people, uh, he will have burst upon uh, their own horizons with his appearance as Christy Brown in My Left Foot. Absolutely. And Jim Sheridan, I've had many sit down conversations with Jim. And of course, he saw him in My Beautiful Laundrette. That's where, of course, he nabbed uh, Daniel Day-Lewis and spoke to him about this particular role. Christy, uh, I mean, the role of Christy Brown is particularly difficult because I suppose Daniel Day-Lewis and his acting, hardcore method acting style, he had to immerse himself in that role um, because Daniel Day-Lewis, as we know, enjoys that element of immersivity as a, as a complete actor and he spent several weeks at a cerebral palsy clinic learning the details of Brown's everyday life of course in between setups and stagehands and runners had to carry him onto scenes but really what was interesting about the role is that Jim Sheridan said he he epitomised Christy Brown in not only how he spoke but also the the way that he conducted himself. So there was seemingly a general feeling of resentment in on set and that was funnelled into his performance because Jim said that without breaking character for months and months uh, Daniel Day-Lewis became Christy Brown and stagehands couldn't handle it. Alright, let's hear a clip. Why did you say you love me? Because I do love you. Oh, you mean platonic love. 
always had nothing but platonic love all my life. They know what I say. Platon. I am What are you going to do about it, Peter? You're a nice man. What are you going to do about it? Peter, sit down. I'm going to wheel you out of this restaurant. Wow. Yeah, a very, I mean, a very hard role to play, but one that he stayed in character throughout the whole of the duration of the shoot. So much so that even his left foot, he learned how to use that the same way as Christy Brown did. Meaning that, of course, all the scenes that even the one you've heard there depicted in the film are all of Day-Lewis. So... Now, so many roles uh, which we remember in the name of the father playing uh, 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 Jerry Conlon, uh, and he, he was remarkable in that too, but remarkable in every role. We'll play another clip. This uh, one is from Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York, yes. Uh, one of my favourite performances. I'm sad he never won an Oscar for this. Um, in this particular performance, he shows that big kind of showy scene of bravado, but this is the quieter and more, more calm scene that we see him toe-to-toe with Leonardo DiCaprio and I think although Gangs of New York is considered one of the lesser works of Scorsese I think this features Daniel D. Lewis' finest performance as of course the kingpin Bill the Butcher Fear The spectacle of fearsome acts Somebody steals from me I cut off his hands He offends me I cut out his tongue He rises against me I cut off his head stick it on a pike Raise it high up so all on the streets can see. That's what preserves the order of things. Fear. Fear. That's chilling. It is chilling. And I suppose when you look at kind of that whole arc of his work, starting in 1989 with Jim Sheridan's, you know, uh, the Christy Brown film, of course, My Left Foot, right through to Scorsese's Gangs of New York, whom he always wanted to work with. He is fine as an actor. He really brings it to the table. I think he really sweats out every scene and he acts very hard. But so much so, I think even that scene there toe-to-toe with Leonardo DiCaprio, it is known or it is widely (laughs) believed that they didn't get on during filming. And I think it's more... I think it's how, diff- it's how they both work. Both are method actors and taking on those run as earnestly as they do, I would imagine, you know, there was a little bit of um, abrasion between both of them. Now, he didn't get every role that he coveted, you tell me. No, he didn't. And it's funny, I, because obviously I love Daniel Day-Lewis and I, he'd be one of my favourite actors. I've only ever interviewed him once for Lincoln and he was so pleasurable and so nice and kind. But he is dogmatic when it comes to his roles and he's very strategic. But the two that he didn't get, which actually surprised me, is the Tom Hanks role in Philadelphia Um, I could definitely see him playing the role I think it would have been absolutely fantastic and the irony of all of that is that uh, Tom Hanks actually beat Daniel Day-Lewis for Best Actor Oscar for his work in Philadelphia when Day-Lewis also was nominated for In the Name of the Father 
opposite Pete Bosselwaite, as we know. And then another one, which I thought was interesting, was that he wanted very badly Tarantino's role, Pulp Fiction. He wanted to be Vincent Vega. But producers convinced, I suppose, Tarantino that uh, John Travolta was the one. Uh, Tarantino wanted Travolta, did he not? He, I, th- I think he was against it initially and then he kind of, there was a, a kind of a sway, but ultimately he didn't get it. Tarantino. Because obviously it resurrected uh, Travolta's career big absolutely, time. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the final question is, has Daniel Day-Lewis retired? I mean, I've, I've met Daniel a few times and he's absolutely a lovely man. He's lovely, This yeah. reclusive... Uh, thing that people shroud him with he's he's very affable in person but he's, has he retired well believe it I think so yes in 2017 he has hang, hung up his acting boots I mean everybody knew there was a strange dapple with being a cobbler there for a while and I know he just wants to enjoy life um, yeah he's only 65 years of age he's got a couple of children I think he just wants to enjoy and relax after being you know thrice gonged as the best actor of our generation What, what what's left for him to do I think the roles don't speak to him anymore. He talked about Phantom Thread that I think it was kind of his final role and he was going to leave it at that. Well I hope himself and Rebecca can enjoy the the delights of Wicklow in uh, their <laughs> retirement if that's it. Elisa Cannon, TV host and executive producer of Spotlight uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.